All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey buddies, welcome to the show. We are ready here on your Friday. It's Boomer and Pinder and Rhett Warner, and it is Hawaiian Shirt Day. It's Friday. So that means it's Hawaiian Shirt Day. It's balmy day in Calgary. Rhett, you're missing out. Does the uh, does the Hawaiian shirt, is it canceled out by the toque? I can't have one without the other today. It's too cold for Hawaiian shirt if I don't have a toque. Toughen up, Pinder. It's cold. It's windy. Minus like what? 14, cold. Like minus 14 wind chill. Can't be rolling around in a Hawaiian t-shirt without a toque. I see that uh, you've added mm. something to your uh, decor in your shot there. It fell uh, over. So Redster. It was. Yep. It's the uh, shoveler's birthday today. And the shoveler got, because we're lacking in uh, in Christmas decorations... Her lovely children went out and uh, grabbed a whole bunch of stuff from the Christmas shop yesterday for her birthday present, and now we are awash in <laughs> a wash. the Joya Noel. Mm-hmm. That's what you are in the Joya Noel. Mm-hmm. So is th- so this weekend tree the whole the whole thing? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. If not today. For sure this weekend. Can you go buy a tree today or is commerce ground to a halt here? 
Well, I know you guys are going to be interested. So if you'd like to see uh, what we're dealing with. Well, I you know what? Hold off. Because we have a few things Hold planned. On, sorry. Because well, I, I really want to get in. We have a hockey game we need to discuss. We've got some football betting we need to get into and the Pinder Report and all of that. And I want to, but I want to make sure we get all of, all of this Flames Tampa game covered and then be able to really get into what people want to know about, which is how you're dealing with the weather. Now, um, 4-1, I believe, was the final last night. I Yesterday afternoon, correct. last night, the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, a goal from Stamkos, a pair from Nikita Kucherov, and Philip Myers, the lone Philippe. goal for the Flames, uh, coming on the power play Philip. from Elias Lindholm, four one. So there you see it, uh, Kucherov, the empty netter. Another one of those games, I think, in a way where you probably weren't really disappointed in the effort. You felt all right with how they. You know, the start and how they, they played. Tried. The try was there, and the result, not there. It's that process versus results. I don't. At some point, you have to you have to start pushing the uh, process thing. Just win. How, well, however, I felt you like win. That, that was Monday against LA, wasn't it? Just win somehow. Get a win. Um, The, the, it's funny how the timing of things really changed the whole momentum. As Milan Lucic scores a goal to open the scoring in the first period, there you go. Once again, the Flames get a lead in a hockey game. It's offside, waved off, Quack. 10 seconds later, in the back of their net, one nothing Tampa. Fast forward, power play, Lindholm scores, gets them back to within one. Two, one. Ten seconds later, point shot from Philippe Myers somehow gets into the back of the net. So they had no opportunity to build on any kind of momentum in that game. I thought it was another night where despite scoring a power play goal, their power play really gave momentum to the Lightning. They, yeah. they were easy kills for the most part. There were three. I think they, they had one shot, the one shot being the goal that they got. Um, it's a lot of we're, – we're now kind of getting into that – we're kind of recycling a lot of the storylines, yeah. right? It's uh, it's it's troubling. Right down to me falling asleep because it was so boring. Mm. Mm. What? Uh, where were we in the game when you fell asleep? I watched it all this morning, but I could have fallen asleep again. I mean, really? <laughs> I, was, I thought you were actually joking, Boom, when you said you wanted to dig into this game and make sure. Because are we done can we move on? Because well, I, I mean, I, I would game. think you'd have something to say. You've been critical of the group and skeptical that this team can win. And last night was a group that didn't look like they could win. I mean, what are your takeaways? Did they look like they were? Remember last year at the start of the year, our big question because the year before, oh, let's keep the years right. The year before, they're not good. Daryl comes in for yep. a, a brief stint at the end of the year. And prior to that, you couldn't get consistent hockey. You would get one effort in a game, yep. a 60-minute effort, once every two to three weeks. There was right? always a period where you didn't like, know what the hell's going on with these guys. Like, Whoa, what a, did that look? And then last year, after a month or six weeks, or about this point in last year, you started to go, I guess we're not going to get any flat games. These guys just keep they showing up good. and playing yeah. hockey. And they might not win every game, but damn it, 
you can't really question their effort. Last night and for most of this season, it's back to two years ago where are you going to bother playing the start of the year? Yeah, there were some good efforts, liked it. But now you have no idea. Are they going to show up and play hockey or are they just going to be at the rink? I, I don't know. And I thought, I thought last night was, well, we're at the rink. We're not terrible, but we're certainly not going to establish that we're going to outwork the other team. We're here. We're not terrible, but eh, we're not going all the way either. We're not. We're going to not undoubtedly be in control of this game and outwork the other team and just, you know, win or lose, show the effort. I'm with you. I, I think I kind of said something like that the other day, that this felt like the team before Daryl came in and then – it's like, hey, this is refreshing. No matter what, they're tr- they're, they're, they're in the game. They're working. They're energized. That that whole thing. It is eerily similar. And what you can't do now is bitch about the core because the core is completely changed. There's no Bennett, Geo, Monahan. They're all gone. You can bitch about it. it's just a totally different core. <laughs> well, you can't bitch. <laughs> I guess if you want to start bitching about this core, but it's uh, this this is not a Monahan Gaudreau issue this time around this is just um you know what it is it just they they are so challenged right now and maybe in general but right now offensively mm-hmm. it shows on the power play and i know yep. they i know francis and and leslie talked about it in the second period you really see on the power play how much they miss johnny gaudreau they have a hard time even yep. getting into the entry specifically. Getting in is such a challenge. That's exactly what we said yesterday. And then, well, and then, try something new. Hello. Well, they have. I mean, they had Noah Hannafin out there. I don't, I don't know how many years in the league where he's going to figure out the power play. I think he's kind of not going to because he hasn't yet. But they, they're trying. I don't think that's a good idea. But they're trying. Like Noah's got all the skills. I'm not if he just diff- can't think it. I'm not talking about personnel. I'm talking about a different strategy or approach. I mean, I, I'm not, and I'm not even convinced it would work. But surely that you could try something else because what you're doing is garbage. The zone entry has been tough on the power play, real tough. And then you just look at the four lines and five on five play. They're just an. Another thing we talked about the other day, you had talked about shooting percentage in that, and I said, I just feel like it's not a shooting percentage thing. It's a quality. How often are we seeing goaltenders out of their minds? Flames get 40 shots, and the other team's goaltender was the story of this game. That's not That's the story. really been the case. It's more like they again, get a decent amount of chances, but they don't overwhelm the other team. Last night was the... Tampa had more chances It was exactly what, what, what I was getting at. 40 to 24 were the shots on goal. They outshot them 16-6 in the second period. Got outscored 1-0 in the second. And wherever you want to get your data from, high danger, and whatever you want to classify as a high danger opportunity. So Flames outshoot them by measure of 2-1. to 40-24, to mm-hmm. high danger chances, 18-5 yeah. for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, yeah, Flames had it as 24 shots, 20 chances for the Tampa. So they didn't create a shot often without it being a decent chance. That's not so high danger, sh- but it's a chance. And the shooting percentage is one thing, but I just felt like for yeah, the most and that's, part, yeah. that was pretty routine for Vasilevsky. And I don't want to scare anyone, but that's what expected goals talks about. It's not a shot's a shot. It's, okay, where's the shot from? Is there traffic? Was there a lateral pass before? And they wouldn't have done well on expected goals last night despite getting 40 shots. 
So yeah, there's concern about the quality of chance. And I, I wonder how correlated that is with spreading your best players over four lines. Your best eight forwards are on four lines, not three, not stacking one or two. And we kind of look at it and there's a guy on the top line that couldn't get in the lineup for the first 10 games for more than once or twice. There's a guy on the second line who we know is a fourth liner and it's probably near a league minimum salary if his contract was up last year. There's a guy on the third line that's PTO every damn year. There's a guy on the fourth line making league minimum that only one team wants at league minimum. There's four fourth liners, one here's on every th- damn line. Here's the thing. And whether whether it's real or not, uh, Lindholm likes, finally likes who he's playing with, whatever Daryl said. You need to get Monahan, Huber Doe and Lindholm back together and make that shit work. Because it's not, it has, if you want to have success, those two need to have some chemistry fast. And you need to, because you know, Backlund's going to be fine with whoever he is, he, he's put with. That's And that line is going to have a certain expectation level. And it's not to lead the team in scoring. No, it's to be a 200 foot, you know, checking line. Kadri, his line is going to have an identity. That needs to be your top scoring line. And last year, they had one of the best top lines in the National Hockey League. It's not about replicating that, but it's about taking what you do have and putting them in a position to succeed. And having Huberto on a third-line wing spot, that's not it. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Huberto, though... You have to... There's no other option. Okay, so how did it work with Huberto in Florida? Did he play on the top line with their best center or not? I don't care what he did in Florida. I think what, it matters what, what he did in Florida. What is That's it where here? Do you have Florida Panthers? Is, is so, Barkov playing here? My point is he didn't play with Barkov, so he might not be a fit with Lindholm. Take this take this team and show me. I, show me where it works. They're trying to figure that out, and I don't have an answer for that. I don't think anyone does. Um, it's but, easy. But, well, it's an easy answer. Then why didn't that look good? It's not having well, Rosie they, on they, the top line. Well, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with Rosie on the top line as well. What I'm saying is Huberto's fit in Florida, wasn't on a top line with Barkov, who is a Selkie caliber center, which has a similar skill set to Lindholm. Holy shit. He played now with like... to find a... Bennett? Soft spot for our highest paid player again. Well, it's Malkin's the same thing. He just played with Crosby. Like, center, center. I get it a little different, but... No, you're making a ridiculous comment. Okay, so who do you play with I last under- I understand what you're saying, but don't compare Crosby and Malkin to the Lindholm and Hubert. Okay, issue. so what I'm trying to say... I think all boom... All Boom is saying is that if you want to be the top paid player on the Calgary Flames, you have to produce as a top line player. Yeah, like Hero did on a second line last year. That's all I'm saying. I don't care what he did last year on that. Those players, that roster is not what you're dealing with here. So what types of players does he fit with? That's what they're trying to figure out, right? Wouldn't you look at his history? That doesn't make sense to to look at where he's had success? I have the whole damn signing from the start, you idiots. You don't know what he is and where he fits on this team, and you're paying him like he's the number one guy. You can't, now you have to find a soft spot to put him. Jeez, let's massage this so our best player or supposed best player or highest paid player has a cushy spot to play in. That's what we're trying to accomplish. What the are we talking about? It's his job to go out and put up points. Of course it is. It's the coach's now job to put him with guys you can have success with. Well, that's fine. I could. I'm with you. Question: yeah. I should have never f with the lines from the start. So it's that, and then I was actually on my calm side when you two arguing. I said, maybe we're looking at this completely the wrong way. Maybe we have to, we need to be have a whole different approach to this season because this goal scoring thing, I don't think it's going to be a strong suit for this squad. 
I think they're so a middle third mean. for goals for. I think we all probably expect so, that. So, yeah, okay. So, whatever. What, don't put words in. Okay. Anyway, maybe you're the Jersey Devils of the 90s. Maybe you're absolute shutdown team and say, yeah, you're right. We aren't going to score four goals a game. We're not even going to score three. We can give it. We'll allow Markstrom to give up his one civ goal per game, but that's well, it. He can only, you can only give up your civ goal and we'll score two. And it's, we're at 2-1. It's not 3-2 anymore, Daryl. It's 2-1 because you guys can't score three. Well, and we should address the Markstrom bad one a game. It's it's he he fell on his the sword last night and probably had to in a sense. He he couldn't come out and say I've been great when every single game it seems there's one where you're like, damn, there just really isn't any sort of justifying how that one gets in. And you think of the timing of that one yesterday. I mean, it's a backbreaker. Ten seconds after you got to within one and a muffin like just nothing there <laughs> it's not mike smith from 135 feet but it's certainly it's not close. a scoring chance and it's not all on him and but it does change well, that goal is right goal as soon as that goal goes in 100 on it changes the whole tone of that game and yes they only scored one goal but you were it just takes all of the wind out of your sails totally it's a momentum thing just like you talked about with the power plays sapping their confidence as well and momentum and when you had a top five offense it didn't matter if markstrom had one bad one every game or here or there right here's the thing they don't and they didn't go get two dynamic forwards for the guys that left they got rid of monahan that money gets caught here but one of the guys that brought him was a defenseman in the deal right like, you're not getting two 40-goal guys back. You probably got zero 40-goal guys back. So we well, knew they, they'd probably score do. less. But what's surprising is that this group defensively, they don't allow a lot of shots, but there's a lot of breakdowns. And there's a lot of really high-danger shit that shouldn't be happening. And Markstrom faces no shots for 10 minutes. And then it's, hey, there's a three-on-two and someone's wide open. And that's not easy for them, but it, that doesn't explain the shitty goals. They, they should be better defensively, and I think that's... They just don't look like a Daryl team. To your point, Rhett, they're skipping periods. And I think when this team is what Daryl wants it to be, they're going to be stifling defensively. You're not going to get odd man rushes. There's not going to be someone open at the hash marks with a chance. And to uh, I think to what your point is... What the hell are you basing all this on? Basing what on? What are you talking about? Well, they made all these changes, and they haven't played that way at all, and you're saying that it's going to happen. Well, I said if Daryl gets the the way he wants him to play. Like, Daryl's got a track record of playing his team's play that way. Like, with less well, skill this than this group. Daryl's, he's had them from training camp on. This team is not. Right, but they've missed three of their top six forwards for a significant time, too. I don't think they want to play Dennis Gilbert. Do you? The, oh, defenseman. You said forward, do, sorry. Do you think they want Zadorov in their top four? I don't. Like, the, like Shillington's no, but, a big missing piece here. But it's a and team. It's Shillington a team. Could thing. make the effing team last year. Hardly. Like, don't forget, he had one year where he stood on his head, and we were all happy for him. And it's not a criticism. Well, but to say that now your team is in shambles because you, you've lost uh, four or five defensemen. Bryson DeChambeau. That's right. <laughs> Big hitter. No, I guess they just—they're not good defensively. But, but they wrote, should be right. I think to your point, one of the things that I noted last night was. You're going to have to change if you're going to turn this thing around. And it's not like you can't save this and they're doomed. 
But the way that they've been playing, you're going to have to change the way that you're playing right now because it's it, you're not going to outscore teams at all. So you're going to have to be one of the best defensive teams going. And that's Daryl's thing, regardless of how there. many goals you scores. He said, I like the Jennings trophy. Yes. You're going to have to have better goaltending, better defense, give up less, and hope that you get in a, in a 3-2 or a 2-1 game, you get the two and the three. And it'd be nice to have the better goalie in a one-goal game. They haven't had that a ton this year. You know, like Vasilevsky wasn't upside down, but you switch beat. sides of the ice with the goalies and the Flames might win that one. Vasilevsky's not letting in a floater from the blue line. Oh No, he's not ever. Not once in his whole life, I don't think. He's too good. Every shot he made, easy saves. <laughs> okay, the D. Didn't we get Uyghur? Yep, and I don't like uh, Tana playing not? with Gilbert. The one asked you to jump in on talk over top of me. Didn't so we picked up Weger and we lost Shillington basically. Who else did we lose from D last year? Good Branson. What are the changes? Third pair. Good Branson. So instead of Good Branson, we've got Gilbert. So that's our complaint. So you upgraded with Weger over Shillington as a swap, and you're saying you downgraded immensely because Gilbert is not Good Branson. No, what I'm saying is they've had what four or five games without Tanov, and without Tanov, go look at the bottom two pairs. Zadorov's got too many minutes. The roller coaster, I've got nausea. I can't ride the roller coaster every night with top four minutes. And then your third pair was your ninth and tenth defenseman in the organization. Uh, I would like to see Tana playing with Uyghur, not with a guy that shouldn't be getting top four minutes. Well, and I I agree with you there. I, my point was that you're arguing, you told me I'm an idiot because Shillington's gone and so their D is no good. No, I haven't told you but you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying we, the Uyghur should be at least because. Uh, what's the guy we had on yesterday? Frank. What's his name? The smart ass. The meteorologist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Williams. Booze. Oh, damn it. We'll get to it. Uh, Uyghur is certainly supposed to be regarded as a better defender than Shillington, so our dish really isn't, shouldn't in a whole be a whole lot worse off than last year. It should be better. It looked like yeah. crap. It should I, be better. I'm with you. Without Shillington there, play four defensemen. Who's running the D? Probably Wake up, Huska. Kale. It ain't working. Change it. When it's I was tail, looking at it's usually Huska, isn't it? Yeah. You're right. It's Huska. Yeah. Tanev played 1738 to Nikita Zadorov's 20 he minutes. He might still be hurt. That seems fucking backwards, doesn't it? But Tanev had more shifts. He actually, so it's just, I mean, you're kind of talking about shift length. I, I don't care about shift higher. length. You don't want the 20 plus minutes on the roller coaster. We talked about I agree. it. I don't, I, which makes me wonder if they're still. Uh, I think they're trying to protect so what Gilbert. They're doing to the, what they're trying, no, they're trying to protect Gil. What I think they're doing is trying to protect a Zadorov Gilbert combo. Yes, much like they're doing with the forward lines. Exactly. They're trying to spread it out, the shit, yeah, all over. They're fertilizing everywhere. They need fertilizer, and they're using it on every line and every D pair. When this but team was five and one, and they didn't do that. They had their top four D as their top four. They had their best eight forwards all in the top three lines. I don't know why those lines are so scary. I'm like, I'm with you. Put Huberto back there. I'm not saying don't do that, but we you have to figure out what where has he? He's been a point per game player for four years in a row. What types of people does he fit with? You got to figure it out. So now, well, who well, is you can it, do then? that. 
but it still comes back to if who's going to do th- in your dressing room. Exactly. So which not guys? Exactly. Not exactly. Okay. Okay. Not exactly. Let, let him let let no no let Pinder tell us in that room who we should be with. Well, I'm not saying I know who should play with the Calgary. What I'm saying is. Well, then, the traditional spot out. of saying, oh, he's the top line winger, put him on the top line. I'm not saying is that. It, that's exactly what he said. So you go no, put him with I Lindholm said he has to screwed. play with Lindholm. Right, that's the top line center. It happens to be the top line. Yeah. in With this team, Yes, I don't want him playing with Backland. I don't want him playing with Rooney. Yeah. I want him playing with Lindholm. Yeah. Because Lindholm, Kadri, is their best center. Right. I want him playing with their best centerman. Well, and that's where he didn't play for four years in Florida, but I hear you what you're saying. Fight, I'd you like, it, it, to I'd like it to work with Lindholm. You can I fight will. it to your death, but if this team is going to score enough to get into a playoff, they need those two to gel. So you don't think he because can work what with Kadri? Because what else does Lindholm need? He needs, he needs some help. Yeah. It, come on. Come on. I hate. I'm not I, I, I'm not going to be upset if they both win home. I, I like it I better mean, than the lines now, for sure. I'm just saying you might have to think outside the box of them because it was a non-traditional oh, spot in that, that lineup. So get thinking outside the box and tell us because you can't just say, well, he didn't do that in Florida. Fine. Say it. Okay. Yeah. So what I was saying Florida is. anymore, though. So slot him in here. Let's see it. I think his common line, line mates last year were like Bennett. And is it Duclair or was Duclair up top? I feel like it was Bennett and Duclair the most. So you got a trigger man on the right and a center that, like, I don't even know how you'd explain what, what Bennett is, but someone that's tenacious down the middle. I feel like Bennett's closer to a cadre than he is a Lindholm. Could you give him someone on the opposite side to finish? Is Toffoli the closest guy to Duclair? I'm not saying that that's going to work, but what I'm saying is it isn't as simple as he's your highest paid forward, put him on the top line, because he's been Florida's best player for a long time in terms of point production and didn't play with no, Barkov, right? And that's not what I'm saying. Again, I'm coming back to with this personnel, looking at that group right there. You don't think it could work with Kadri and someone else? I think it could, but I think Kadri, he's a completely different player than Lindholm. He's, you know, he's 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 just a different guy. I think think that we don't care if it's Kadri or, or, or Lindholm. I think at the point of it is, do we really have to go that deep? into our uh, changing of the uh, of the organization to find a spot so that Huberto can succeed like my god like wh- wh- what are we talking about here we have to massage all these lines so that Huberto has a chance to put up points i always thought th- that these guys were supposed to make everyone else better yeah like and he right? did. Like, like look at Bennett Kane. when he showed up there, Patrick right? You're Kane. Like, holy fuck. Patrick Kane doesn't need somebody to play with him. He just goes and does his thing and puts up points. Which yeah. is part of my point like, because I think Lindholm, he, he has scored 30 goals. He could use some help. 40 so could Huberdo. Those two, they, they just seem like a fit to me, even though through, whatever, eight, nine games, mm-hmm. they didn't look like they fit. What we all know is that we didn't have any problems with the lines through seven games, and it's pretty much been a dog's breakfast ever since. And, Rhett, you've said it feels like the coach is panicking, oversteering is a word that I've used. Um, It's like playing a card early, and it's like, why do all the lines we've seen since then look way shittier than the lines they had at 5-1, and and yet they're not going back to them? 
it's almost like he's yeah. trying to make a point of some sort, right? Because I, I, I said this before. Than us too. There's, there's no way he. Well, unless you, unless you really think Ruzichka can help you there, or can he can be the best Ruzichka he can be there, and that allows you to distribute guys down. But I, we looked at those original what lines, a, a, and it was like they're missing a top nine guy. Why can't Ruzichka play well, with fucking Backlund and Coleman? Wouldn't that be a perfect third line? Then you leave Kadri, Manjapani, and Dubé together, and your top line's Lindo and Huberto to Foley. Like, that feels like a more complete top nine. Try it. I just, the other thing that we're missing is that Dubé sucks, and Manjapani's not noticeable, and Lucic is totally miscast. And Coleman on the fourth line isn't doing anything either. Like, Coleman was supposed to be a guy that could move up into second line minutes and score a few goals for his. Yeah, they got three third Don't lines when you look at this right lines. now, don't they? Like, those are all third lines. Why? And sorry, this is insanity, but this is where we're at. Put Lindholm on the wing and only have, you know, we love the depth at center. Well, the depth at center ain't made of shit right now. Sorry. So spread it out. Move Lindholm to a wing. Put Chikadri. Stack the top two lines. Put Dubé, Manjapani, and whoever else is a third line as a young line and tell them if you don't play with energy and piss and vinegar and run around and create chances and problems for the opposition, you don't play. And you put Lucic down on the fourth line in a typical fourth line role and say, hey, you idiots, if you give up any scoring chances, you're going to sit your asses here. Like, this is where we're at for me. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at for me. You young guys better work hard or I'll play Milan 20 minutes a night. <laughs> but you know that what? Go. I'll That's... play the top two lines. <laughs> it's a good uh... point you make. This because And I, I believed it to be true, and I still do, that the strength of this roster, at least the forwards, should be that depth down the middle. Lindholm, Kadri, Backlund. Yep. And even if you but had again, to choose it... between Rooney and But if Lewis you're going to have Lindholm... Dubé at center and then not have put, put people in, their, in a position to and they have no roles. Just, just put them in a position to succeed. Just Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of guys you look at there and you're like, that's a spot where they're not going to have success. I feel like you can spread out talent when you have an abundance of it. They don't. They're spreading guys out, like an abundance but of fourth it's liners. liquid. It's watering down all of the lines. It totally is. You they, don't have the personnel to spread it out like this. And they did the same thing with Tanov on the third pair rather than playing the top four. It's like, I would rather have two pairs I trust than one I trust and two that I don't trust. What did you I, make? I'll tell you what will happen. Yeah, go ahead. They'll do this and then they, because they're listening and then it'll start to go better for them. Oh, there you go. That's easy. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, Daryl's big on podcasts. It's huge. I'll be right there. Just go to download. He might be big on things we didn't know. I didn't know he liked goatees before last night. <laughs> That's, That's an odd look. thing, yeah. Look in there. Uh, yeah. Daz, you're going to the Hall of Fame. You don't need to try new stuff now. Maybe that's his Movember. Mm. Rhett, question for what? you. Kucherov does get a penalty, but comes out of the corner, charges the crease, barrels into Markstrom. Penalty, no response from the Flames whatsoever. No one grabs him by the collar to get him out. No one does anything. 
it was another aspect of this game yesterday that it was, I think, in the third period by the time we actually had a post-whistle post scrum of any kind. And it was mm. nothing big. It was just something. Didn't see it till the third. I just wonder, is we knew that Good Branson brought some of that and he's gone. And you knew Kachuk had piss and vinegar but he, and he's gone. But it, I was surprised that in a, in a game like this, no one's... No one stands up for for Markstrom or or. Why are you or, surprised? Did you? It's I, I know you're using that as a as a focal point for an easy emotional rally, but that's been the problem with this squad. Outside the first five six games, when have you shown saw them show up at the rank with a, with a actual real emotional sixty minute effort? Yeah, we've seen some really so dominant early stretches, but that's different, right? You've had, there's, there's not completely out of games, but I'm talking about are are they truly engaged in every every game and and every period? No, they aren't. They aren't emotionally. Why do I want to keep using the word engaged? That's not the. It works. But whatever they are, they're not emotionally in the, into the, into this. Yeah, they it was aren't. flat. I wouldn't expect remember tomorrow to be we, like that. Remember when we always used to? Remember when we always used to hear, "Oh, the great group of guys love the guy, great room, great, this wonderful room, and we all love each other." It's like you'd watch them play, and it'd be like, "You guys, you actually like each it's other." The tightest room I've ever been in. Yeah, it's you go to the rink. Flames missed the nothing, playoffs. You have no. That's what it looks like again. It's like, yeah, oh, we're a great team. Love the boys. I wonder what could give a rats. If you if if you based it on effort and emotion, fail. Yeah, I like big efforts. Good effort. emotions, not. Uh, and I think that won't be a problem tomorrow afternoon. Efforts average. It's a Your passable grade. I average agree. the pro. Yeah. The other problem we have with us is that we watch the Flames and then you forget about watching other teams around the league that have that effort and more every night, right? Like, it, we th well, their effort's okay. Well, no, not if you compare it league-wide. It's like we used to do, oh, the Divas, young guys are good, except they're crap compared to everyone else's young guys, right? Like, it's we have to do it in the context of the league. Clearly, by their record, they aren't good enough, and they aren't, and they're they're either they're not talented enough, and they aren't showing up with enough emotion and care and want to to get them across the line to put them into a a top ten spot in the standings. They're, Tomorrow's they a good litmus test for emotion, but there again, part of that's going to be brought from Kachuk and the the whole thing, right? It, you have to generate your own. It should be easy to get up for that game. hundred percent. I would expect a very, yeah, no, you're right. right? That's, that's a what about, very valid point. Of course, the, yesterday game, of course one of the a, Florida games yeah. in Florida and on the and 29th in Calgary are going to be, you're going to be wound up, of course. But yeah, what about when it's Friday afternoon in Washington? How are you going to find a way to be better than Washington? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. And do you, do you think you're going to, what do you, what do you think you're going to see next Friday in Washington? I mean, there's the there's a lot of games gonna... between now and then. It's I like I don't know what we're gonna see. I don't know what the lines are gonna look like by then. I don't know which goalie they're gonna be playing. I don't know who the hell Uyghur's gonna be playing with. Like it's so you don't want to answer, okay? I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if they worked their tails off and beat them. I wouldn't be surprised if they got pumped. Like at this point, can you really forecast? Well, 
Because part of that, it's not just being physical or punching guys, but watching Tampa, because A, super skilled, highly skilled. B, opportunistic. Don't open it, just don't give them a a crack, Mm because they're going to kick the door in and and get a great scoring chance. The Cooch goal, a perfect example. And watching just how easy, it was borderline beer league fun for them. Watching Sergachev just kind of, he's backhand sauce straight across the blue line to the far wall. They were having fun. They were just trying shit and getting away with it yesterday. I mean, that was not a hard game for Tampa at all. But I'm going to say this, though, and it won't go over because, well, but having fun. Now, I get that the Flames haven't won enough hockey games, and they might be squeezing sticks, and it might be brought on by themselves. But is the coach taking the fun out of it? Because it's damn hard to play hockey for 82 games in a season. Everyone be pissed. Oh, they're professional. They're paid lots of money. They have to show up and do. If you're not having fun going to the rink, it's, it, it it just makes it that much harder. Yeah. And now, is that the coach's fault? Is that the player's fault? Is that circumstantial? Is it, it sure as hell don't look like they're having fun to me. Me neither. No. There's, there's more there. There's, there's got to be a lot more there. The results have not matched the roster to this point. You've got, you have good faith. My faith is. I and I wonder, there retro, if it comes back a little bit to who in that room is holding back the coach. If the coach is, because we know Daryl how he can be, but what strength of leadership. It's not even just strength, but comfortability, because so many guys are new or in different spots now with so many bodies gone. Who's going in and saying, look, we need to ease up, back off, or or I because I just feel like the the vice is tightening every single day. And I don't know that Daryl's a guy that's gonna look and say, Yeah, it's maybe time for me to ease up. Maybe that's what I I'll give it's him a not break. his yeah, resting position there. It's it's more intense, not less. I feel when that's in doubt, the thing. he's turning it that way. Isaac Vladar time tomorrow? He hasn't played this week. I was going to say, one way to save the season. Bigger <laughs> flip out and Frank Sir Valley would save the season. Call me an idiot. No, no. Trade Markstrom. I don't know. That makes much sense. Like, who's giving you anything for Markstrom? Well, you're going to get it some sure. top forwards, Ben. You're going to get some scores. So you got Because our lines are, we don't have enough depth up front. So Markstrom which team's looking for a goalie game. that wants to give up a top score? Look, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Generally speaking, I just think it's a really – we don't see trades like that almost ever because they're not easy to make. Well, once they start paying me GM salary, I'll start – Okay. But not many teams are willing to trade a guy of that caliber either. I just – we don't really see goalies move in season much. Um, I know. And, like, what have you seen with much Markstrom like, if you're well, another GM? Like, which teams that feels like they're a Markstrom with his glove right now away? I just like it's a solo moment for Markstrom. I don't know if that's the case. Well, I mean, you're telling me you're telling me Edmonton or Toronto wouldn't be doing cartwheels to Toronto doesn't have the cap space, and uh, what are you taking Campbell back? There's always there's always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. Sure, there is. You just have to explain the way, not just pretend that everyone can squeeze six million. Well, it. Nylander, I would guess, would Send be a guy that Send some through Arizona. Send some through Arizona. Do you go real deep? There's always and you talk know damn well. There's always a way. A Mitch Marner deal. Is there a 
It's not. I, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just that's better when we have a conversation about here's what a deal would look. Well, yeah, like. but that's so that's yeah. yeah that, and those that's, guys make like, those money. Those make you think. Yeah. And if you are gonna, if you're looking for help, offensive help or forward help, to the extent you'd move your goalie, it's gonna be a player you would guess that's well mm-hmm. paid. Yeah, I mean, I it's, guess. Are you comfy with Vladar? We've seen very little at this level. Let's see, you got like 20 starts in the league. Oh, you've got him signed for two years. Is he good though? I don't know. Like two years, if, if he's bad, he, that's not good. If he's great, that's amazing. Oh, the we got man. the wolf man coming. No worries. Oh, Salvador, fine. Got? Like we're tearing it down here. That that, that does feel a little dramatic. It's, it's a little dramatic. Like Five hundred. Is that right? But it's not well, as though this care. is your first go through with Markstrom. It's year three. You saw what he did in the playoffs one last year. year. One good year. If you thought you were going to be barely a playoff team, were you signing all these guys? No. but these long-term big money? Yeah, a lot of people still don't see them as barely a playoff team. A lot of people think this is a team that could easily what finish the, second in the Pacific. What the hell are you talking about? It's, it's, when, do the, when do the standings matter then? So we just start. Oh, they all matter. There's this just. Team, sh- this team. No, shush. Sh- this team looks like it should be in this section of the standings at the end of the year. So let's just go to that. That's where the for sure they'll end up there. Nothing ever falls apart or change. Oh, we've got them slotted in right here. That's that's fine. These first forty games, ah, who cares? Doesn't mean anything. Get that. Oh, it means things. It, it's just it's it's twenty percent of the season. It's not fifty, right? Um, I'm not oh, so saying that it, it doesn't matter. No, I'm just saying like. Okay, so at fifty at fifty percent of the season, if they're in the same position, then what? Well, what position are they in? Then Tell us. Where changes. are they? Where are they? That this is concerned. They're in a. They're in a. They're in a. We might miss the effing playoffs position. That's so, where they are. So, are you worried about and Seattle finishing nothing- ahead of them? Seattle is ahead of them, so yes, I am. Okay, because like they are now, we know that. You you think Seattle for the final sixty games, sixty five games, will be better than the Flames? Go sure. on the record if you want, or at maybe they can play five hundred. Like what, what, what? Like you think LA is better than the Flames at the end of the year, or you don't? I do think LA. Is I don't think than those are crazy to throw. No, and I'm not either. I'm just asking him where he's at because. Like I, I, just, I don't see the Flames playing well and losing here. I don't see them maxed out. Like it's like, well, everything. This is as good as they can be. Like they're, they're they should get better goaltending from Markstrom. They should get more production from Ubedor. The power play shouldn't suck as much. They should get healthier on the blue line. Even with Michael Stone, never mind. Even but, if Shillington doesn't come back, they're better. Like I just don't see this as who the they playoffs. are. But teams that miss the playoffs, that's what they always think. Well, if we only, like, we should have had 50 more goals well, because we had a really good lineup, but they just didn't score. Yeah, you didn't score. You missed the playoffs. Okay, that's so how you are right now. Are you that's worried? That's the way you're trending. Are you- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Worried about Edmonton missing the playoffs? No. Because they're two points ahead with a game in hand, the Flames hold? Why, are, why is that different? Do their results the not count too? Because they, have, because they have the two best players in the world. That's why. Simple. That's my case for Edmonton. <laughs> okay. I know the point you're what? making, and I know what he's... Is it not different? So so you can't rely on, on Dreisaitl and McDavid to score? Like, you know Through 17 games, they have 18 points, and they haven't missed a single game from those two superstars. Why, why so, do the results not, actually, now not count for them, but they do for the Flames right now? They do count for them. I'm saying I have 100% more faith that McDavid and Dreisaitl are going to pull the Oilers through on this than anything that the Flames are doing. I feel like McDavid and Dreisaitl are their best selves right now. I feel like a lot of the Flames' best players are not. Like, I just don't feel like, oh, Mel McDavid just has to get three points tonight and they're in. How good Seattle or LA is doesn't change what the Flames are at their core. Like, I know we're talking about can they make the playoffs. You're saying, is is Seattle good enough? Or would, well, there's three teams in every com- division that guarantee you get but in. That's all I'm, I think I'm probably to... the, the more pertinent conversation is, what are the Flames? Not how are, how are the Kraken... Not how are the Kings? Because once you get into the playoffs, like, okay, now you're here. Well, what are you? Are you there because the other teams in your division weren't very good? Or are you there because you're there on your own merit? And right now, the Flames aren't playing well enough. No, they aren't. To get in. Yeah. And in, I, a, in a division where, if you, want to t- if, if you don't think Seattle or LA are any good, they're not playing well enough. And I'm with you. And I think I said it last week. There's so much right now that's not seeming right for the Flames. Yeah. It gives the reason you, the but tone at the same, is the way it is. But at right? the same time, that's a lot of things. To just to just kind of think well, it's gonna work itself out because it's not working. Maybe it's just not good. It's not good now. I just think they're not a five hundred team. They're better than that. I do. Uh, and I think if you say okay, there's six things that are going wrong. Well, shit. Like if half them get fixed, they're still way better than five hundred, aren't they? Like if just Markstrom is who he looked like last regular season, not where by they the efforts standing? that they've put in, not by the efforts they've put in, right? You're, you're, so you're, they're a five hundred team. That's it. That's all. Fact. If they work like this. I worry yes. about their scoring. 100%. Okay. 100% they're a 500 team. You see the results. I, 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 yes, I'm looking at the standings. The results ca- count for Calgary. I know that, that they're 500. <laughs> like, I get it. I think they can play a lot better than this. I think they will. Yeah, but that's not what you just asked me. You said if they're a fi- you think they're a 500 team if you play if they play like this, and I said yes, that's what it shows. And now your your point is that you think they'll be much better. I disagree with you, and that's fine. We don't have to agree on it. But I I I, I don't know what you're basing other than 
opinion that these guys were better players before the start of the year, so it's all going to come together in the last 60 games. So uh, that's that's your take. I like going to Dom's website every day and looking at probabilities he's got, and you don't have to like it. But if you're just saying it's just my opinion, that's not where I'm coming up with this, a lot of my how I feel about teams. He has the Flames, at, as of this morning, 95% to make the playoffs. That's 19 times out of 20. And what that model does is he bets against Vegas and makes money every year betting against Vegas. It isn't like, hey, I got a spreadsheet and well, I don't know if it works or not. He literally bets on games every single day for the last four or five years. All of his picks are tracked. He's beaten Vegas five years in a row. His model doesn't get emotional. His model doesn't overreact to a bad loss. His model is his model. It's not perfect. He swings and misses sometimes, but there's more hits than misses. He has some 95% to get in. That's, a, that's an Who unemotional computer. It's point. not a human Nine, that's upset, right? But again, it, how much of that is based and on we should, Seattle and, and Los should, Angeles and the other teams? It doesn't matter. We're talking about are they a playoff team or not? Like, like Those are the teams they haven't played yet. They're in their division. Those points count, too, in the standings. So... So two things. Who did he have? La- did he have anyone over the last few years that were at ninety five percent after twenty games? And I'm just saying twenty. I mean, games. he's got he's got them eighth or ninth in the league. Shut up. Sorry, I was answering. And we might as well have this guy on instead of you because you're just you, apparently we're just using his stuff for opinion. Well, I like to get lots of different things. I read stuff. I watch games. I look at probability models. I'm not saying it's like, hey, what does Dom think today? That's my take. Um, he he has them as a top ten team in the league. All the top 10 teams are around 95 to 99%. They're going to make the playoffs this year. Based on, okay, well, what's he, I don't give a shit. Exactly. I would rather you don't care. You don't want to learn about it and figure out how it works. That's fine. Oh, I'm an idiot. I have no clue. I didn't clue say that. It it's just, no, if you I've want to dig into it, you can, but you don't want it. Well, you are saying that. That was your dick comment that's basically saying, Warner, you're an idiot. So I've never said you're an idiot, Rhett. I'm just I've saying. Never had anything right. You, why does he think you I say that smart, smarmy things that elude to. You, that's exactly what you're tr- trying to get at. I just want to try to talk about the game in more Dom. modern terms. I don't terms, know who Dom all. is. Why don't the GMs hire Dom? The GMs are hiring guys like Dom. It's the fastest growing sector of any hockey team is analytics departments. The Devils are owned by a hedge fund that employs guys like this that we had on our old show that talked analytics. Let's let's then Tyler Dello play the games either. We can put it we can put it into the EA Sports and we can have the the probabilities run everything and we'll just it'll be good. We don't need to question anything. Oh, absolutely. Question away. I'm just saying one players. of the reasons I have confidence. Rid of the players and the salaries. So you don't think these people are smart and they don't help teams win? Because Tampa and Colorado are I'm super heavy into data. They go sign a Val Nichushkin with zero goals in the NHL two separate seasons. You don't think Tampa I, I has to maneuver the cap with really smart people smart. that are good with numbers? Like this is a competitive advantage. <laughs> no shit. Every team has to. Yes, so collect more of these smart people, right? I would suggest, though, on the flip side, there are other teams that are using the same data and are not winning cups. Of course. You make it sound as though... No, these, I'm just saying the, the last team two team has won 11 in a row and, and the two. cup champs. I mean, come proof. on. I would suggest the Devils, Tampa, and Colorado are like three of the top 10 most analytically driven how teams did, in the league. How did That's the all. Flames do last year? Great. Oh, and they so were they employing these people that they Chris need Snow, they had yes. the top analytical 
They've got. A, they have a the department. top analyticals that you keep touting. They have guys that are familiar so in the space and are strong. Less, yeah. Yeah. So, so some teams have a little bit less. Some have a little bit more. They all include it. It's all like again, yeah. It, your comments that this these guys are the only smart people in the room are no one said hard that. to swallow. No one said that. You suggested that, you know, just go hire him. Why aren't they hiring this guy? Well, that's exactly what's happened. Most of the strong people in the public space have been hired by teams. Not you and I. Well, that's because we're not data guys. <laughs> okay. So there's the like all time eyeball versus stats. And like, it's all matters that we could put that aside. There's lots of other show to go. I am bullish on the Flames making the playoffs. Rhett's very skeptical. Dean, where do you fall in? Are you worried about this team making the playoffs? To me, it's it's about what the team is. I'm not going to say, hey, they made the playoffs. They're great. Because, of, as you said, do you think Seattle, a second-year team, is going to hang in there? What is LA? What are these other? I think they're in a weak division. They are. Yep. And then when the playoffs starts, what does that mean? If you're a wild-card team and you, as Daryl said, waste of eight days. They could be a waste of eight days team. Yeah, they could be and second be in like, the Pacific too, right? Yeah, but hey, they, they made the playoffs. Well, I don't think that's, no, and I, I don't think that's the bar for how I would judge this team. That just feels the then way Rhett's Then stop talking it. about making the playoffs. Well, that's what Rhett's talking that, about. That's no, what he's talking not. About. Yes, you he are. is. He said they're not going to make the playoffs if they play like you this. You keep saying they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be a playoff team. They won't team. make the playoffs if they play like this. You're saying it too. They have to play better to make the playoffs. Of course playoffs. they do, yes. They've got they to figure out their lines. They got to work harder. They got to get better goaltending. They got to get healthier. All those things. Yes. They, they have to improve in a lot of areas. No you question. Just said you... I'm confused. <laughs> I, look, I, 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 if you take last night's effort, I agree. That's not a real sexy team. I just don't think that that's something that you would expect to see 65 times again or whatever's left in the season. Right? It'd be really weird to be. Like, you'd get better goaltending. You wouldn't let one in from the blue line with the clearest line of sight from the goalie. Your power play is not going to look that bad the rest of the year. Even with a bad goal, they still probably don't win. I mean, who knows? It's impossible to say, but they're behind still. Like, we know the new guys have not looked great. No one's debating that they look great, Listen, right? Listen, I've beat up on... kadri uh, has been good. He's done exactly what you would have hoped for. So there's one guy yeah. that hasn't been yeah. great. The Kachuk deal. That's the guys I'm talking injured. about. Okay. I have not been on side with any of these signings, so I would have a biased opinion on this. I'm strictly basing my opinion on their success for the rest of the year based on the fact they've not shown up in big games, losing six in a row, and found ways to win. More, uh, more often in big games, they've found ways to show up and have a flat effort. Not a I'm not playing, we're nowhere to be found effort, a flat effort. And a flat effort is a 500 hockey team, is a non-playoff hockey team. I don't know what you're basing. I've yet to see where they've shown at all a way to dominate a hockey game. Yeah. No, if if all you have is the games. They beat Carolina. The Vegas game is probably their best game, but it's hard to even remember what it was like. It was that long ago. There's been too many situations where they needed to show up and win a game against teams. Sure. Boston is really, really good, but you have, to, then don't lose to Islanders. And oh my God, who's, who was in Jersey. between the Islanders and, and the, I guess devils are play, like, you have to find ways to win these games. Like it's not, 
you can't just say, well, it's going to happen. Remember, and we all thought two years ago, well, you're not going to lose games to to Ottawa. That's where you'll make up points. They've had a tough schedule. Now you play easier teams. They'll beat the easier teams because they're so much better on paper. Well, you don't. It doesn't. You don't just win. If your effort is flat and you can't show up as a veteran group and play with, I would expect that Daryl doesn't feel like he should have to push a bunch of buttons to get the emotional level to a certain point based on the fact that these guys are all veteran guys and should know how to play in this league. And you're not seeing it. That's what I'm basing my thoughts on. Yeah. It has nothing to do with numbers and, and analytics at all. I'm basing it on the emotional level that this team is playing with is 25% of where it needs to be. If what we've seen through, what is it, 17 games? If that's all this team has, they're dog shit. I'm with you 100% on that. I'm incredibly confident Huberto's better than he's looked. Uyghur's better than he's looked. Manjapani's better than he's looked. Markstrom's better than he's looked. Tanev's better than he's looked. This power play's better than it looks. And so I'm agreeing that this has been an ugly 17 games that cannot continue to be this. Nothing good's going to happen if they keep playing like they've played. I just think there's a, I have a lot of faith that guys that have been very good players for long spells of time, much longer than 17 games, haven't forgot how to play the sport. And that, you know, oh, I'm just going to shoot 4% this year when I'm a 12% shooter? No, I don't see that. And I'm not using a specific example so much as, you know, that's kind of what it looks like for some of these guys right now. So that's where my confidence that this team will be fine is. Let me just... Because the way these guys are playing right now has them, what, one win in their last eight games? Two. So even two in their last 10. So even if they do elevate to where they should be, ballpark, how much better is the team? So they're not two wins in 10 games bad, but are they eight wins in 10 games good? Well, they're, I, I would look bigger picture than that. I would say they're 500 right now, and they've played like shit for a lot of games. So there's certainly... But we were pretty impressed when they were five and one. We were, and we were pretty unimpressed when they lost seven in a row. I mean, it's 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 cherry picking to just take the seven game winning streak and cut out the rest. You could say they won two or three. Well, it's cherry picking as well, just to take the seven game losing streak. And I mean, that's yeah, exactly we're so doing I, the same thing. We can put arbitrary endpoints anywhere. It doesn't. The the point is, is that to what Red said earlier, they are what they are in the standings, right? They they just are. So if there's any sort of gains made with a lot of guys looking like shit, they're better than five hundred in my mind got to be like seven, seven and two minus six in terms of goal differential one, three and one on the road. I mean, it's not a ton of games, but. And I like they're, they're all one goal is except what Tampa. It's not a large sample, but they've been in all those games like Boston. I like their effort. I thought they were solid on Long Island and Jersey. They just didn't get bounces. They shot the shit out of both those teams, but you need results. Every Sunday in November, South Street Burger, New York Fries, hosting family skates at Optimus Park, 12.45 p.m. You're invited to come out for a free skate at Optimus Arena. South Street's going to have some giveaways, some prizes. They've partnered with Kids Sport Calgary. Good times to be had by all, courtesy of our buddies at South Street Burger. Now, we went for, that was a good run there. Too long. It was all right. It was all hour. right. That's hour. Come on now. It's good. I'm happy with it. And I didn't talk for a lot of it, so I'm, That's you're happy. I'm totally energized. Um, we need to go in the time machine. About 23 hours ago, 23 and a half hours ago to revisit. And again, this feels like it's cherry picking. 
Maybe not fair. That's a major piece of the show yesterday. But let's go back to yesterday. We had Frank Saravelli, our NHL insider, on. We were talking about weather in Buffalo and the Buffalo Bills potentially having to postpone their game. What were they going to do? Let's go back and see and hear what took place in the show yesterday. So the tickets I just bought, you're thinking, so have you looked at the forecast? Snow's stopping on Saturday. It's 46 feet of snow, not inches, not centimeters, feet. We had six feet in one afternoon here once. Like this is nothing. This is spread out of over like 36 to 48 hours. We got all kinds of time to clear this crap. <laughs> they might not even be able to get the plane in. Where are you going to land? So that was yesterday. Rhett, you were not con- convinced that the snow was going to be that big of an issue, that everybody was panicking, and you've lived in Buffalo, and they, they, they have snow plows. They know how to do this. Do we have a shot? Uh, the Buffalo Bills this morning, this is from the official team Twitter of uh, the stadium in Orchard Park. And if you can't see it because you're listening, that looks much like that f- four to six feet of snow that they said was probably going to come, and it's still coming down. It looks like a ski resort in the mountains. It does not look like a stadium if, you, if you're just listening to the podcast. Like what's, what, are, what are those uh, uprights doing in the middle <laughs> of that why green gonna- run? That's why they were going to pay you 20 bucks an hour to shovel that ass and get it out of there. Just throw it over the stadium and out. I Go. I need snow. Yeah. That's a lot of snow, bud. Pile and-, and we were about two hours Listen. post-show yesterday when the NFL made the announcement that the Bills, that the Bills and Browns are going to be playing in Detroit on Sunday instead of in Buffalo. So Rhett's showing us out your window. Doesn't Does that look, look like a, a snowfall that you can't live with? Well, move the stadium there because that looks a lot different than Orchard Park. Now, but didn't you also say that the weather where you are is way different than what's in Orchard Park where the stadium is? Oh, I mean, if you can't see that it's different. (laughs) He did say that. It's definitely different. So you owe Frank on a bet then because he was going to send you whiskey or something. He wasn't into the... uh, the Josh's yeah. Jacks. Well, he was going to send you bourbon, and you were sending him cereal, Bleep breakfast that. cereal. Well, yeah, there's the tweet. So I was looking. Sarah Valley on his Twitter says, "Hey Warner, you better be sending me something awesome." Rhett replies with, "I'll fax you a check," <laughs> which is your classic. It's just response to anything where it's my out. Yeah, I know it's your out. <clears throat> Okay, I got a couple bottles here. Wheated. I didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. I it didn't either. That's a fancy bourbon. bourbon. Oh, okay. It's a different type of bourbon. And then I was like, there's an old Fitzgerald. Uh, it's about a $100 bottle. That's the best splurge for wheated bur- okay. bourbon. Uh, the best craft. It's about a $70 bottle. The Garrison Brothers. Best overall maker's mark. Really? That's kind of run of the mill. That's stuff, only though. eight. You know, we'll find nice. out from Frank what it is that he likes specifically. I think he'd be happy with any of this. No, no. I want to surprise him. I want to surprise him. I was going to have you guys get me his address and I was going to send, I will splurge. I'll get him the old Fitzgerald. This All right. Earmuffs, Frank. Most expensive one. Earmuffs. Picks? Yeah, you taking the bills in Detroit? Not, not yeah. Well, not well, yet, we'll, okay. we'll do picks in a. 
And we'll do picks. We got to get to the Pinder report. But what I want to do right now is welcome uh, someone new to the family. You you having another? No, no, no. Four? No, I'm. Did Red have another pet? Red's the left one on your doorstep. Red's the one who isn't snipped. If anybody's welcoming, it's it's old uh, retro there. No, no, we've got. Um, a new sponsor on the program, and we're going to be rolling out a bunch of uh, new sponsors here. This is the latest, Vina Nova. Justin got in touch with us, like, hey, you know what? I love the show. I've got, a, I've got some stuff going on in Calgary. I'd love to tell you about Calgary's only lab-grown diamond specialist. New, wow. The only store in Calgary that specializes exclusively in lab-grown diamonds. Now, I'm a dummy, when I, and I think all guys are dummies. So twofold, we're... We're going to be able to figure out what lab-grown diamonds are all about and what to get your significant other for Christmas. It's a busy couple months if you think about it, Dino. we got Christmas coming up. Valentine's Day sneaks up on you. So I want to, I'm going to go by. I want to go see Justin and learn about this. Venanova.com. There's the website. You can see it if you're watching online. Um, downtown showroom, second level of Stephen Avenue Place. A lab-grown nice. diamond is a diamond that's been grown in a lab. Same chemical composition, crystal, crystal structure, as natural earth-mined diamonds. Uh, they have the same hardness, same light refraction as a natural diamond. They're referred to as synthetic because they're chemically and physically the same as a natural diamond, but are man-made. So you, we're talking about the same, essentially the same thing. It's going to look and feel, the whole thing, for way less. And fewer imperfections, too. You know, so, oh, yeah, that's true. Part here, that's, uh... There you go. And are you worried about who had to do what to go mine that thing anymore? I'm, I'm, I'm safety first. There you go. And I'm, I'm guessing Justin and his staff, very safe conditions over at Vina Nova. Um, no one's dying there? I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Venanova.com is the website. Wow. Go and visit them. Welcome aboard, Justin and everybody at Vina Nova. Good to that. have you aboard. Cool. Look at that. Yes, sir. We are dummies at this kind of stuff. We are I'm glad so, we got some help. Oh, dude. So dumb. It's almost as though I have no grasp of the calendar. Jeez, Christmas is like right away. Uh, yeah, it's right away, stupid. It's on the 25th of December this year. I'm telling you, it was Home Alone my kids turned on. That's when I got worried. That happened three days ago. That there movie reminds me. Trouble. Um, so we've crushed you about your, uh, your forecasting, even though you were a self-professed... Uh, Meteorologist He's a Buffalonian. yesterday. You know what? And this Rhett, this is society getting soft. The NFL, not as hard as Buffalonians. I bet you people are pissed in town. Hey, Rhett, do you have a, a roof on your house? Or is just everything in Buffalo not, not have a roof on it? Like, what are they doing, right? It, mm, roofs are expensive. Don't they have a roof in, like, the, what, the new one, SoFi? It's got a roof on it, right? That's in L.A. That's yeah. in L.A., you need a stronger roof. There's no Doesn't, snowfall in LA that you got to worry didn't about. Didn't they put a roof on top? Look at all the fancy. Listen, look at all the fancy pants in LA. We don't want to be a bunch of fancy pants in a, like LA. Forget it. We want to put on our parkas and our zumbas and get out there and give her. Come on, blue collar. You don't want some soft stadium like Detroit's got, where there's no elements. The Seventy-two new, uh, degrees Fahrenheit every day. The new. Uh, New stadium's going to be 65%. Yeah, partially covered, I saw. Partially covered. There'll just be snowdrifts in one corner of the building. (laughs) 
It's good. Uh, let's do the uh, the Pinder Report, shall we? Pinder Report is a presentation of our good friends, our buddies as well, over at Village Honda. They're, they're putting their uh, money where their mouth is. They've hauled their wallet out. Oh, use vehicles, use vehicles. They have Couple schmel. $2 million to buy vehicles. Buy your car, even if you don't buy ours, they say. You'll get a trip to Las Vegas. It's only at Village Honda, 7663-110 Ave, Northwest. It's in the, uh, the Northwest Auto Mall. Or online at villagehonda.com. Time right. for the Pinder Report. Uh, all right, we'll start with the Calgary Flames, gents. They fall in Tampa last night, the first of six games in their season-long six-game roadie. Uh, items of note, another bad Markstrom goal, a Daryl Sutter goatee sighting. Uh, which would you like to tackle? I feel like we've kind of touched them both. The goatee is interesting, yeah, I well, guess. Um, it is weird. The, the bad goal is the bad goal. Uh, and there's no angle where it justifies it. Where it's, oh, maybe the, did it go no. off of a, it's. No. And get it. Goalies give, let in bad goals. Give Mark some credit. I mean, for whatever it's worth, maybe it's worth nothing. But he just said, I've got to be better. These guys are working hard in front of me, getting a bunch of shots. I've got to stop shots more than I have. And you know what? I mean, all the numbers would suggest that. It's. So I was wondering, did he. Daz, not, what are you doing here? Did he not shave or. Oh, he no? shaved. Just no, not. Uh, the chin or the mustache. Hey, when things are going, things aren't going your way. You gotta, Daryl. This is like your second line. I hate it. <laughs> Superstitious guy, I guess. Uh, it's Kachuk and the Panthers coming up tomorrow. A matinee in Sunrise, Florida. And if you want to find Matthew Kachuk, you can. Uh, well, you can check on the list of suspensions in the NHL this year. He's missed two games, or go to the top ten scorers in the NHL, where he sits tied for ninth, despite you know that. Two-game suspension that uh, we noted. He's had a lovely season. Yeah, there's the lottery balls at the top. Eric Carlson, what a season. We'll talk about him in a moment. And then, uh, yeah, there's Kachuk, 22 points, despite missing a pair. Not too shabby. All right. Uh, that Again, matinee tomorrow, and we would expect heightened emotions because uh, if, you're, if you're flat in that game... They said on the broadcast Just retire and stay in Boca. ...that some of the guys, or the guys, were going to Matthew's house... Uh, barbecue Friday night. Yeah. How's that going to fly with Big D? Not well. He didn't like when the brothers talked at center ice in warm-ups. True. So I don't think the pregame... Now, listen, if, if, if part of the deal is you guys can go, but someone's going to scrap that prick on Sunday Saturday afternoon, then I'd pay first fair. Yeah. I don't think Daryl would like that. Rhett? No. He's not... Yeah. Like Rhett's very busy on the... after losing. Yeah. Is he in the chat? He's in the chat, yeah. Oh, he's boy. all into... Talking to Vitaly. Uh, okay, so elsewhere in the NHL, Avs beat the Canes. And if you ever feel like, man, hockey's just not a fair sport, have a look at this screen grab. Avs win in overtime 3-2. Two good teams. Look at the shots. 48-14. Wow. <laughs> and again, McCarr's got that runway to get to 200 and 200. So now only six games left, right? So yeah. No, no concern there. We mentioned Eric Carlson's season. Have a look at this pass, Rhett. Uh, he was never good at defense, but the offense is back. Only McDavid has more points. And the dish last night on this goal is absolutely sensational. Stay with the play for a bit. It takes a while to get to Carlson at the right point. Yep. Blind, behind his back, on a tee, Wango. They must have won big, right? Four points for Carlson? Holy. Uh, lost 6-4. <laughs> Grabs it. Through the legs. Zing. Zinger. Lost 6-4 to Detroit. Razor. Razor and I were talking about him yesterday or two. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. He'd fix your power play. 
but there'd be some you would. defensive yeah, deficiencies elsewhere. Well, I like it. San Jose. Yeah, maybe be entertained. Thoughts of trading him. Yeah, I guess at eleven and a half million for another. How much would nine? they have to eat for it to make sense for you? I mean, it's only a, mm-hmm. he's been hurt the last couple of years, and we don't know that he's going to be a. He's clearly not a point and a half per game D man or whatever. I just don't think you can do it. Is it like eight or nine, or is it just the term? It's so long. Yeah, I think there's what six years left on that. Yeah, you don't want to be paying guys. Mm, so like three years less 10, than what they have for Hebrew. Got it. Okay. Um, Roman Yossi also four points on the back end for the Predators. He had a slower start. That'll help things. Hey, you know why teams should be bad and embrace it? Watch this start of the game between Regina and Winnipeg, Rhett. I'll let you count to 10. There's the puck. Hey, look, Winnipeg wins the draw. Connor Bedard says, that's mine. There's your underwear. And nothing, Pats. Nine. Ten. Wow. Ten seconds, one nothing Bedard. Well, I mean, it's, you know. Small sample can't be trusted. Small, in Regina. No, it looks like Come on, it's in Get the guys. Get yeah. the guys ready to go. Uh, let's go to the NFL Thursday night football. One more look here. This is like it's just. Is it a video game? How did you just do that? No one likes to show off, Connor. There's no need. Everyone likes one nothing. Ten seconds <laughs> in though. Oof. Uh, NFL. It was the Tennessee Titans in Green Bay. Vaunted defense of the Titans looked good, and so did Derrick Henry. Rumble it. And you know what? They're inside the five. What are they going to do? You got to give the ball to Henry. He's going to rumble in, right? Ha ha. Just kidding. Wide open. Duh. We thought it was Henry. One of two receptions for Austin Hooper in the end zone. And I guess Henry can throw. He says he's Peyton Manning Jr. Is that what he said? He had quite a night. Yeah. Throwing and running. And yeah. yeah. I didn't see him kicking field goals. That's about it. Probably could. Yeah, yeah, if you want. Probably could. Uh, Dude. And Mike Vrabel, you got to love him, eh? Do you, do, you, do you see him on the sidelines? You got to love him. Remember love the Vrabes. epic, the epic photo. This reminds me of like Rhett, You got your family's got some Vrabel vibes. So let's walk through this. You've got uh, moving from right to left, right to left. Yeah. You got Tiger King vibes. You've got Spandex Man. You've got the normal daughter with three crazy brothers, and the mirror reflecting off the door in the back shows the kid taking a dump with the door open in the washroom. <laughs> this was the <laughs> the draft when they had to go virtual for the pandemic. Look at those big, dumb animals. So the question... They're all monsters. Still needs to be answered. On purpose or accident? Is it that much of a circus that he's not even flinching? Or is it they're all punking dad right now? Because I think that's a reflection off of whatever that China cabinet... I don't think it's a mirror. I think it's reflection because that's a cabinet type of a thing. Is it not? Totally. I just think it's a mirror on the front of it. Oh, I I don't know. Anyway, but it's pretty clear that dude is on his... uh, On his phone hammering a deuce. (laughs) Or at the very least, sits down to pee. <laughs> I don't know that I recommend either. The door closed is a good move. You could close the door either way, yeah. probably. Yeah, if you're going to sit to pee, close that door. Everybody sits, to, everybody sits down nowadays because you got to have your phone. <laughs> See, Who I goes mean, to the can without their phone? Nobody. Oh, dear. Nobody goes and to the washroom without their The smile phone. tells you everything. They're in on this thing. They, they, they love that, like, there's too many of us. Dad's busy at the draft. He, we, he can't fuck with us right now. Dad looks like he. What are you? What are you, stupid kids? And then smack you him a couple times. Get out of here! Yeah, <laughs> I think that'd be how that would ro- how that would roll. Love the Rabel family. Well done. Um, and finally, World Cup. Forty eight hours till uh, the first game, and they made a little bit of a tweak. Uh, no booze, no beer in the stadium. Forty eight hours. Hmm. Hmm. 
And isn't Budweiser like a huge sponsor? Mega, yeah. mega huge. sponsor. Yeah. It, this is such oh, a yeah. joke. You can't have a cameras up. Oh, well, look at that. It's only $100 million, the Budweiser sponsorship. And you like soccer. I hate FIFA. Wednesday, by the way, my afternoon's you know, booked. I've climbed. Yeah, I know. Not to be, uh, to make light of Bud, but there, I've never been, well, I've been disappointed a few times. <laughs> I went to the World Cup in Germany, and I was going to, the, I'm going to the stadium. Ready thinking, to get This is yeah. going to be awesome. We're going to have some beers. Going to have some great German beer. Bud. That's <laughs> all you could okay, buy. There's only one thing worse. <laughs> only one thing worse. I'm in Barcelona. I get to go to a Champions League game. I'm jacked. And it's like, we're way up high. Stadium seats 100,000. Beer, beer. I'm like, why aren't these hitting me? Oh, they only serve non-alcoholic. And I'm just pouring 20 euros. Just like, what? <laughs> only non-alcoholic. I'm going to brush up on the Spanish. Ever. <laughs> that was pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, that is I was very good. disappointed. That's it. Thank All you. All right. Thanks there to our good friends at Village Honda. Village Honda drive away today in a pre-owned vehicle from Village. Over 60 on site. Access to over 400 more. They will have what you're looking for. Visit them today in the Northwest Auto Mall or at uh, villagehonda.com mm. if, you, if you're on the web. Or your QR code. Do it right now. <laughs> Take you right to the website. Yeah, there it is. Two million. Two million dollar buy. Sell your car. Get a piece of that. Uh, so the Thursday nighter last night. The Bills and Browns are going to Detroit to play inside. Let's do our Betway bets, our NFL picks for the weekend, which is week 11. Oh, God. Yeah, it sounds about right, eh? It's getting serious. It is. There's only six weeks left for Aaron Rodgers and company. They had a big L last night. A big L. Four wins on the year. You go back to last week, looked like they'd maybe righted the ship a little bit. Well, the Watson kid looks good, but I think Tennessee is sneaky. Here are my picks. The Baltimore Ravens are heavily favored at home against Carolina. Two touchdowns almost. It's Ooh. too much. I just, uh, I don't, I don't love Baker Mayfield. Deontay Foreman's been good. It's two touchdowns. I'm going to take the points. Carolina plus 13 and a half. New England is hosting the Jets. I believe I, I had read if the Jets win, they move into first in the division. And if the Bills lose... Or if the Bills, then they go to last. Like, that's how tight and how ridiculous yeah, New England that, would have to win, I think, for that, but yeah. that situation is. I'm going to, uh, I think I have the Patriots in this one, actually. The Patriots are favored by three and a half points versus the Jets. So I'm taking New England this minus is, three and a half. And this is at New England as well. Right. Yes. So there we are. And the final one, it just, I always worry when things feel like, oh, this is automatic. That the NFL is trying, they're trying to get you to go the other way. But the Chargers are, are so hurt, and they just look so far removed there's from what everybody thought they were going to be. Kansas City, I know that there's no Juju and Hardman, and they've moved on from Clyde, it seems, but I just think that five and a half is too easy, although I feel like I'll rue it. But give me the Chiefs minus five and a half. So I got the Patriots minus three and a half, Chiefs minus five and a half, and the Panthers plus 13 and a half. How do we get the Jets logo for the Patriots pick? Am I crazy here? Okay, let's. Uh, we'll jump to my picks here. Just gonna make sure I a little bit of overlap the right way. Did I do it? Uh, no, I said Patriots. Anyway, go ahead. Who's okay. next? Who wants to go next? Uh, I will take 
Houston at home to Washington. Everyone loves the commandos uh, after they, they ended Philly's perfect season. Whatever. Neither of these teams are that good. I'll take the field goal. Browns in an indoor stadium against Buffalo. I like them oh, at a bigger number. Do we have to argue every about everything today? <laughs> I'm probably wrong. I took them last week and they didn't cover against Miami. So that's I'm, I'm, I'm on a losing streak picking the Browns, but I can't stop it. I'm getting seven and a half points. I'll take it. And uh, I was going to go elsewhere, but as a Chargers fan, there's nothing left. Their best pass rusher, their left tackle, four of their best five receiving options. They were losing linemen like crazy. They can't stop the run to begin with. This is going to be running the ball down the Chargers' throat all day. No way the Chargers can cover five and a half. You are a Chargers fan who is upset with your team. That is something for people to know. I'm not upset. I'm a realist. There's no one left. I'm not mad at them. They're trying. They've just got nothing healthy. So there's the pinder picks. All right, Retro. Let's see what you got here. Oh, Bills. Ooh. The Bills. So I knew that. I didn't know what the line was. That's a big number for Baltimore, but they had last weekend off. So, yeah, they'll be crisp and sharp. Coming off by. That's right. And I, Detroit's, there's the Lions. Lions have won two in a row, but I'm the Detroit Lions. Exactly. Yeah. Worst defense in the league. Saquon's been in New York. I like that too. Yeah. I like that pick retro. There you go. Those are our Betway bets of the day. Bets of the weekend. Bet responsibly. If you would. Please. Are we getting along? Is everybody okay? I'm, I'm told I read this. I keep saying I call him an idiot. I never call him an idiot. I think it's a very smart man. There's a tone. He alludes to it. You do. There's a bit of a tone. But, but here it is, Boom. I'm not offended by it so much because I'll get over it because I'm used to it. He uses that tone with everyone. So, I mean. You're not special. I'm an asshole yeah, to everyone. It's not, I, know it, I know it's not unique for me. <laughs> Give some love to Bonton Meats. It's the weekend. I might just go. I might just go. Yep. Somebody, somebody in the. Go uh, load up. In the chat here was saying, I'm eating the Bonton potato salad right Stop now. Stop it. And you've never been happier, damn it. You've never been happier on a Stop Friday. It. You can't do that to Friday people morning. at lunchtime. Lunchtime. I love that you're eating p- Bonton potato salad on Friday morning to get your weekend started right. That's a nice base for the rest of the weekend. You can fill your belly full of booze. That is a good point. Potato, excellent yeah. base. Greg says it all the time. I don't ever advertise Potato salad, but we're Don't need selling it all the time yeah. because of you donkeys. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I'm not sure that uh, Greg even cares, but go and have the potato salad. You're going to love it. It's the best potato salad in the freaking world. Even if you Gips, think you, you don't like what? potato salad, you're going to love potato salad. That's exactly it like where it's such I a random at. thing. It's like, yeah. who, look, really, potato salad? Yes, just trust us. Yeah, I'm in. Go ahead. No? Me? Yeah, you Me? were going to say I something. was going to say that. I was going to say you know, the girls, they probably struggle getting presents for their men. Potato salad. Oh, Bonton gift cards. You you show up. No, Happy birthday, honey. A big ass tub of potato salad. You'd be like high-fiving. Yeah! Woo! Dude, that is so much better than socks awesome. or a shirt you'll never wear. I'm, that's oh, killing it. Yes. That is unbelievable. It sounds Shut like we're joking. No, I'd be thrilled with that. But we're not, we're not lying. Like, are you kidding? Thank you. I can wear a sock not with see a hole. I need potato salad. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you woke up and it was your birthday, you came home and kind of after work or whatever, you living your life, 
And your sweet little lady had a nice big batch of potato salad on the table with the, your card. You'd be pumped. You would You'd be. be absolutely jacked. Hey, honey, you deserve what this. Is my, why is the shepherd phoning me? I'm going to yell at is she calling you right now? She thinks now? the show's over. We're usually done by now. Speaker phone. Speaker phone. I'm working here. <laughs> Are you done? I'm working here. Almost done. Oh, sorry. I thought you were done. <laughs> well, now you're on. You're live. You better say something nice. How good were your presents this morning? They were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Felt so loved. So loved. Mm-hmm. How happy is she with well, the you snow? are, honey. The Bye. show. Bye. Show. Oh, we- it. Oh wait, wait! Biggest hey. snowfall oh. of the year. Call Can't even back. talk to her with a call her back. We need to know how. I'll send a. I'll send a. Tw- I'll tweet out of her shuffling later. All right. Okay, thank call you. her. Yeah. Wow. No. Fuck. Talks too much. Have a weekend, everybody. We've done a lot today. <sighs> We've done a lot. I today. don't know if we fixed the flames or buried the flames. I feel like we did some heavy Both. lifting. Both. All of it. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> Yeah, all of the above. The, the best, for me, one of the best things is when you started down the, we got to talk about you, you interrupted my want to show you the, the snowfall here to talk about Tampa. And I'm like, well, this will be a 30 second conversation. <laughs> what are we, yeah. we going to No, no, we'll about. get there. We'll get, we'll get to the snow. <laughs> we went an we'll hour. just quickly cover the flames. See, you just never, you're, we're better than we think we, even than we know. Who fights Kachuk tomorrow? Nobody. Sadly. No, never. we ain't. Yeah. He's no. gonna land on Markstrom or Vladar, though, for sure. Yeah, it's your turning point of the season. Do right they there. have that in the bets? Do they have that they have in the fall bets? on the goalie on Betway? How look the fall on the goalie? Yeah, <laughs> watch for that. It's not paying well. Is I'll tell you that. Minus three hundred. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Boys, have a weekend. Thanks, Retro. Good to see you, Pinder. Appreciate you. Oilers suck. Oilers Nation every day coming up next on YouTube. Bye. See you, buddies. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.